When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. Brendan. And this is Come Through, Queen. Hi, Brendan. Hello, Daniel. This is one of those weeks that are like pivotal. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it really feels like a bomb was dropped. It feels like Bethany showing up at Jill or sorry, at Bobby's funeral. It's it's Luann getting arrested on Christmas Eve. It's Jen Shaw getting arrested in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. It's Bethany mm-hmm. not showing up for the start of season 12? 12. Yes. Uh, it's a lot of things. And obviously a, a common thread there with the exception of uh, Jen Shaw is mm-hmm. Roni. Exactly. And... It's Roni news once again. <laughs> so this came from Variety, Kate Arthur, the authority in an interview with Andy Cohen. It's kind of like a long form news drop mm-hmm. uh, with the headline Bravo to reboot Real Housewives of New York City with new cast and launch second Roni with X stars. Wild. Like. Of all the scenarios that we were waiting, we were waiting for Roni casting news. We were waiting, waiting for like what they were going to do with next season. And of all the scenarios, I didn't guess two shows. Yeah. I don't think anyone guessed this. And, you know, I don't think this really leaked at all. Mm-hmm. And it's even interesting looking back because, Lou was on Watch What Happens Live the night before this dropped. Right. And and Andy was asking, Lou, who would you want back on Roni? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it didn't leak because 
we haven't started casting yet. So yeah. for either yeah. show. Yeah. So it's probably like a very high up on the food chain discussion. Mm-hmm. The only thing that worries me is, are we putting the cart before the horse? And it's like, mm. it flashes of the Kim and Nini road trip show comes oh to mind God. where something was announced before anything was like filmed or whatever. And we never got it. Okay. Let me, in case you missed this, which I can't imagine, let me break it down for you um, from variety. Kate Arthur, after a messy and low rated 13th season of the iconic real houses of New York city, which concluded in September without even holding a reunion, Bravo's housewives brain trust decided to regroup fixing this important cornerstone of the franchise after all was crucial for the network. This week, Andy Cohen, the longtime executive producer of The Real Housewives, unveiled the team's radical new plan in an exclusive interview with Variety. The two-part strategy takes into account everything that our passionate audience has really been telling us over the last Mm -hmm. year, Cohen said. It involves rebooting and recasting the series, most likely from scratch, and launching a second Roni series featuring former stars. Mm. So before you even like got a chance to dive into this full article and interview, what were your feelings? My initial thoughts were, um, I was scared. Um, like I said, (laughs) um, are we putting the cart before the horse? My second thought is like, wow, this is surprising, but exciting. And then my third Mm. thought is we're leaving open the possibility that somebody who has already been on Roni might be on the rebooted new version and not the legacy version. Oh, yeah. The language in there like leaves the door open. Oh, yeah, because there was a conversation about Ebony in Mm -hmm. the article. Yeah, because I would say if anyone is on New Roni from the prior cast, it's Ebony or Leah. Yeah, which is interesting because I feel like a lot of the fans like have turned on both of them. Yeah. In a lot of ways. I I think, and I actually feel like there's no shot of either of them being on the legacy version. Right, because I mean, like, to have it be called Roni legacy, it would not make sense for them to be on it. Yeah. I just think like, I think the point they are trying to make with legacy is not what Leah or Ebony were bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, will Allison Roman be on? Oh my God. Well, <laughs> you know, that is one of my, my fantasy castings for this reboot. Um, obviously I've been hooting and hollering that, now is the time for Lindsay Hubbard. Yes, yes. And I have seen other people talk about maybe Lindsay Hubbard and Danielle are the center of Roni. Uh, Yeah, I just think, you know, it would probably be better timed if, like, Hubs was engaged. Yeah. You know? Or married, obviously. Yeah, I just think that is kind of like, even though it has not applied to Roni in years and years and years, like for it to be built around hubs and potentially other unmarried women, they're going to be like, where are the housewives? Right. But that hasn't been the model for housewives for years. Mm -hmm. But, but then if you, but if you look at like salt Lake, like 
they're mostly married. Right, right. Yeah. I don't know. I It'll be interesting to watch them pull all of this together. Um, obviously, now this opens like a bigger door for your Jill Zarens and Bethany, or Dorinda's rather, um, at this point, because they are going to be on Ultimate Girls Trip. So to have this in the wings waiting, it's like a perfect place to put them. Oh, yeah. I mean... I feel like Dorinda and Jill have to have like the biggest smiles on their faces right now. Of course. I mean, Jill's like posting about it constantly. Oh, my. Jill is like leading the charge. <laughs> and her, her getting the mention in the article, like from Andy, I think yeah. excited her as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there are some things in the article I kind of want to pull out in terms of, I feel like there was concern online that, oh, this is just an excuse to keep Ramona around longer. Mm-hmm. And the way I read it was, oh, Ramona seems to be like the least likely to stick around from the legacy cast. Yeah, well, that's what uh, Kate Arthur hints in the article. But everyone is like not reading that part of the article or, so- or something. Well, I mean, if we know anything about Housewives and Housewives fans, like you're not making it through the whole article. <laughs> Well, yeah, of course. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, she said like, the only mention of Ramona really is like, oh, Andy said, this is our chance for like, to work with some of the beloved New York housewives. Mm -hmm. And like, Ramona's not so beloved at the moment. Yeah, it's, but it's also easy to read that as like, the writer editorializing a little bit. Yeah. I think there's other uh, conversations about the money of all of this mm-hmm. that yeah. they're, they're saving money by putting them on like a kind of like a reject show. Yeah. Tamra was on um, Jeff Lewis live this morning talking specifically about that. It's with these new, with like the reboots, you'll be able to start afresh and like start people at like lower salaries. And then with the new show, you're putting them on a, different show so you don't have to give the women who've been there for 12 years or whatever the same um salary or however their pay breakdown works these days as they were getting yeah so then sticking to that conversation there's a part of the article where andy's like oh you know i would i want to find an exciting cast of five women and when i saw five women i was like ready to throw my phone on the floor I know you like you hate a five woman cast. I really do because I, I, there's just so much to it that I don't like. It's first of all like the way that the show has even more and more become in terms of you know there's going to be something that goes down and then people are not going to get along and then mm-hmm. like if two people out of five are not getting along that is a large percentage of the cast. That's true. Also, but there's the whole other thing about something that's very important to Roni producer or producers of Housewives, I think, is like all of the other stuff that the women have going on in their lives. Mm. And with Roni, it's been like they have nothing but the show. We're not going home with them and like even seeing their adult kids anymore. We're just like they're wandering empty apartments alone most of the time these days. So. I think if they find like five women with families, young families, um, like home lives, then they'll be, we'll be a little better off. Yeah. 
Now, I always like my housewives on the older side. Sure. But but I like the idea of if we have this legacy cast where like the women are going to be a little older, what if we go like late thirties, early forties max? I think that is perfect. Also, I think it would be interesting. It's interesting to me to see other people in New York close-ish to my age and to see how they live and then I- <laughs> like get depressed if like they are like living these lavish lifestyles. Yeah, I mean, like, that would be really, like, right in my vicinity right there. <laughs> I mean, Dan, what if what if you're the first gay <laughs> man to be a main character on a housewife show? Wow. I would really be breaking the glass ceiling there. Truly. No. Uh, yeah, so there's just, like, I feel like when this dropped, I was in the middle of doing, like, five different things like work related, Mm -hmm. personal, like this, that, that. And then like, I had to drop everything and just like vibrate to this news. (laughs) I know. I also just, the thought of this and then there being two shows, it's like, how's the conversation going to go? Like, and they have to be pretty careful, right? Because to me and hear me out a second, it sounds like the easiest thing to get cameras up for would be the legacy cast. Yeah. But if they get cameras up on the legacy cast first and that goes first, then it's like, why didn't we just go with this cast for Roni? It, that could become the conversation of people like this like legacy cast. But didn't didn't the article say our focus is getting Roni up and working? And then they're okay. going to worry about le- the legacy show. It, it might have said that. I was just thinking in my brain, the easier one to get cameras up for so we can oh. have a Roni soon would be the legacy cast because you're only ch- picking from a small group of people. For sure. So to reboot and like find an entire new cast, that's just a little bit harder, I think. I'm not in TV production. I'm not a scientist. But... Yeah. I, I, you, you famously do need <laughs> a science degree to work in TV. Yeah. Uh, I do think... Rugged 2 is kind of acting as like a stopgap since we are in the Berkshires for, for Rugged 2. That is true. Um, I just like, I hope we get back on schedule for one of these to be in the fall, like to be filmed in the fall. Well, to me, it felt like, oh, it's going to take a little while to get the new Roni class together. Like I can't see them getting cameras up by the summer. So I'm hoping for the fall. Yeah. And then like, honestly sends the new class to Dorinda's for Christmas. Like that should be, Mm. that should be a constant. (gasps) Ooh. Yeah. 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 And it could be a fun crossover. If she's on, uh, uh, what's it called? What are they calling the other one again? Legacy. Legacy. Yeah. That sounds like a video game. I know it's very, it's like Assassin's Creed legacy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder if there will be any crossover between the two. I mean, at this point, why the hell not? Mm. At this point, tricks, the girls are the girls, <laughs> the dolls are the dolls. Uh, I, I, I I would love like the new class like let's be like Roni Brooklyn, 
Yeah. They should have just done Rob. Oh my God. They should have done Rob. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I like sound off in the comments, actually head on over to the new, like Twitter come through queen community. Oh yeah. We have that now. Yeah. It, I'm going to leave it as the pinned tweet on come through queen. Cause I like, I feel like this community stuff is really confusing. I kind of like don't get it. It's like I'm tweeting into this community, but it's like those tweets aren't on my timeline. Yeah. And then it's like, but I can retweet something from a community. Oh, th- I've not tried that. Can you retweet the from buttons, the community? The... In... But will that retweet to the greater Twitter sphere? Is it just going to retweet within the community? I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It's also, it's just like, it doesn't really notify you in like an obvious way. So you have to be like paying attention to that. There's a little blue dot on the community thing. So there's like new stuff to look at. Yeah. But it is a good opportunity for people who are ridding Facebook of their lives, ridding their lives of Facebook rather, um, that they now have this Twitter community. I know. I mean, I don't know about you. For me, like the only reason I've been logging into Facebook is for the Come Through Queen Facebook community. Well, I've also, um, as I talked about on the pre-show this week, been on the Today Show <laughs> Facebook <laughs> page looking at comments. <laughs> Just doing research, important research. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Do you have any other closing thoughts on this Roni news? This isn't an original thought, but it should be mentioned that the Legacy cast should take a trip to Australia to visit Alex and Simon. Oh my God. Of course. But like, she's going to like slam the door in their face. I know. Did you see Andy ask Lou about, about Alex, uh, teaching laughing yoga to, Oh, I felt it made me like sad. I felt like it felt like it was mocking. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, actually she's has like a very happy life now. And she's like doing good things. Yeah. She's like trying to help people. (laughs) She's teaching these elderly people. Johan face. Can we like give her the mazel of the day? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, let's move it along. Okay. We have, I think, a very iconic episode of Summer House. It's, uh, it's like, it brings me joy. So, and I wasn't expecting the iconography to jump out. Cause this is a continuation of last week's episode, which was like, okay, but it wasn't anything like setting me on fire. Like this week's episode was last week was very typical summer house themed party vibes, like episodes we've seen before. Yeah. But this was the aftermath and it was, we had some icons jump out. It was very Berkshireian. It was Berkshirian because we are we are hours into drinking at this point. Like Paige even says in the episode, uh, her hangover is starting. Yeah. We're like running from room to room. Like people are outside hearing people inside screaming. Yeah. There's like people like running towards fights. Like. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I want to maybe like, I, I'm like, I am so obsessed with this and I'm not sure how many people really care. But like, okay, so we had, this is 
two weeks ago were to be continued. Yes. We had the, we had the, the break in between, which like was insane for a to be continued episode. But I like during the first, when the first part aired, there was like rumblings of, wait a minute, Jason from winter house and Alex from this cast of summer house <laughs> are at this party. <laughs> it's wild. I have a question. Yeah. Did Alex come for just the party and not stay the weekend? Okay. 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 I rewatched this with like a different lens during my second viewing. Okay. I was like, let me really wrap my head around this. And I think there are so many strange cuts and angles and moments where the footage seems less HD than it normally would because they are mm-hmm. potentially cropping him out of the shot. But why? Okay. So Kyle Cook responded to a comment because Kyle did like a photo dump from the, the weekend that included uh, Alex and Jason, or at least one, one of them. Mm-hmm. And the podcast, Two Judgy Girls, says breaks my heart to see Alex and Jason featured here and not on the show. And Kyle Cook responded to this comment saying it's happened in the past. And in my honest opinion, has nothing to do with production, not wanting to pay their episodic fee. Again, this is speculation, but it's likely because there was too much going on uh, and production wasn't following them from a producer's perspective. It probably seems even weirder to have a cast member there and get no camera, get no camera time, then edit them out. Then to edit them out. I'm not saying it's right, but it has happened several times uh, to a lot of cast members, parentheses, even me one night. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, last episode had 11 casts and three guests, if you included Jason. And as we all know, last episode had a ton of moving pieces and there was just too many people to follow. So then I like, I saw this before we rewatching it today. And I was like, oh, that actually does make sense. Because like you, you view this show as like, the cameras are just like an omnipresent part of the program, right? Right. But you have to like think like you actually do need different teams to be following different people. Following different people and like conversations and like the chaos of what is going on. Yeah, and like if you think about it, Alex hasn't necessarily had a huge role in the show yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But so, so like, then I took what Kyle said, like, okay. I was like, okay, that makes sense. But then like, it just seems it's, uh, it's like funny that I like, okay, here's some examples late in the night when we're sitting around by like a little fire, Mm -hmm. there's weirdly cut angles. uh, And you could see people's feet, like Mm -hmm. sitting around in the circle at the fire. And like that very well could be Alex. Uh, to the end of the episode when Luke and Austin are like arm wrestling, Mm -hmm. there's a third person at the table and it's not Kyle. And you could see their like shoes. Right. And everyone else is already in bed and everyone else is in bed. It's like, if you go back and watch it, trying to fit, like look, look for him and understand it. 
Like you'll, there's like a moment where like he looks like he's jumping into the pool, but they cut away from it so quickly. Okay. Oh wow, you've really played Where's Alex? No, I mean like you know how I get like crazy about things. Like I was like really hardcore thinking about this. And like, this is not even the plot of this episode, which alone had crazy things going on. Right, right. Your mind is a very scary place and I hope to never visit. Wow. (laughs) I mean, you visit it once a week. Um, Okay, let's pick it up. Lindsay Hubbard. I mean, near the top of this episode, she's giving that speech. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just love a speech. Uh, Cheersing to turning... 35, but her eggs are 28. Beautiful. That is gorgeous. Um, Lindsay Hubbard. The chaos, the terror that she is, mm-hmm. the, the not giving a fuck. <laughs> the thing is, like, she is not on her best behavior most of this episode, but it's also mm-hmm. like, this is the Lindsay we know. Well, it's it's actually like almost kind of transcending the concept of behavior. Because <laughs> like, yeah. like, like at some point when 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 I think it's like maybe Amanda, she's like, I mean, it's like, okay, but like Austin, like he's making out with you, he's making out with Sierra, and she's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> she's like, is that bad? And she's like, I don't care. <laughs> well, I think like the first part of this weekend she got jealous to herself of Sierra and Austin yeah, like yeah, yeah. canoodling and i think she took that in and it made her more powerful in a way mm, yeah 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 she just had to run with it and her answer was i'm just going to like do whatever the fuck i want and just like throw it in Sierra's face which isn't like the nicest thing to do but it's also like what we expect from hub house yeah, but like Sierra, man, like she is looking so sad this episode. Well, they're both guys, girls, as we can see. Mm-hmm. And okay. the rest of the house is girls, girls. Mm. So, so wait, Sierra, Sierra and Lindsay are guys, girls. Yes. Okay. And the rest of the house are girls, girls. So that's where we see like the difference between like the rest of the girls in the house are trying to be like to both of them. Can't you see like you're fighting over this loser piece of shit and both of them don't care. They're just like still fighting over him because they like because he's tall or whatever. But like. For Sierra to be crying about it for hours and then like to have that humiliating kitchen conversation Mm -hmm. and then to still care after the humiliating kitchen conversation. I mean, the, the dick must be good. But then here's the thing. The 25 year old is kind of jumping out. Right. Like it, I feel like it's easy to forget like the age disparity within this house. Mm -hmm. I can't believe she's only 25. We're, Dealing with different generations. <laughs> this is an intergenerational house. <laughs> Wait, 25, that would make her Gen Z, right? Uh, no, I think she's like a young millennial. 
Because okay. my, my sister is... Wait, hold on. She, was she 25 when this filmed or 25 now? Oh, I think she was 25 when this filmed and she's 26 now, maybe? Okay. Um, no, but my sister's like right around... Oh, yeah, she's 26 now. Um, my sister just turned 26 and I think she views herself as like... Oh, maybe she's Gen Z. I don't know. I have to ask her if she's... Tw- uh, Gen Z or millennial, but I've, it's and like then, definitely one. It's like on the on the cusp. And then is like is Kyle like Gen X? No, Kyle. Just kidding. <laughs> Kyle's turning forty this summer, so he's like an old millennial like myself. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, we are dealing with like different generations in a way, and you're right. the 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 twenty five is jumping out with Sierra here. I loved the scene where she goes up to Lindsay being like, can we talk? And yeah. Lindsay just is like, Nope, all out. Nope. And then <laughs> walks into the, sh- well, Sierra calls it a shed, which was hilarious. Yeah, the yeah. pool house. Yeah, yeah. And then they do like a little chase scene, which I love. We mm. love a chase scene. Oh, we love a chase scene as sponsored by the fast and the furious. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I want to touch down on Maya for a moment. Mm-hmm. I was liking that, like the Oliver thing kind of blossomed in the early parts of this episode. Yeah, that was cute. And all like a bunch of them follow Oliver on Instagram. I obviously found his mm. Instagram. So there might be more to this relationship. It might go on a little more and I would love to see it. Mm. And then, like, Maya was so cuddly this episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she was like, like, Paige was like in Maya's lap. I know, for like multiple scenes. They couldn't get enough of each other. It's interesting, like, we have Alex being edited out of the show, and mm-hmm. Maya is like more in it than a newbie has ever been. I know, and I like it because it's a different plot line. We're not seeing like typical what everyone else gives us. We're, we've got a little sensitive soul. I wonder if she's a cancer. Mm. Oh, yeah. I feel like she might not be famous enough for her birthday to be online. Uh, True. But I, when she was kind of like breaking down over sort of losing her 20s to like the relationship and the engagement. Mm-hmm. That made me feel for her. That is very real. Something you don't think about. Like I know a bunch of people who either got engaged or married in their early twenties and are now divorced or separated. And it's just oh, like, wow, wow, yeah. I mean, like a lot of people married their high school or college sweethearts. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm having a good time with her. I. It's interesting that we're having a good Kyle and Amanda weekend only for the preview for next week to be the prenup conversation. I know. And like, what's a good weekend with them? Like they ignore each other for most of the weekend and then like (laughs) she makes the bed. (laughs) Like he walks in on her being. (laughs) (laughs) She's like bragging about how her and Kyle don't hang out at parties. (laughs) Like, great weekend for them yeah no it was a great weekend for them wow uh yeah so we i mean it was interesting that we are focusing on 
Luke and Andrea to some extent. I know, but it's like, I think we're focusing on them because they're obviously like the better option for people to be Mm. fighting over than Austin is. So we get a lot of scenes of them just like alone. Like it'll like cut to Andrea just like laying in bed alone or just like whatever. (laughs) I mean, I will say I did appreciate Luke this episode. I mean, Luke fighting with Austin was fun. Yeah. And especially like if you contrast Austin's behavior to what Luke got dragged for last summer, Mm. which was, he was like he was like called a fuckboy for like texting Sierra after 10 p.m. And then like was crucified by the cast. They were like, I know. get him out of here. <laughs> I know. And now it's like Austin is literally like making out with multiple <laughs> girls at different times during the day. And then like, in front in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah. And like what he said to Sierra on screen last week when they were like in her room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah gross mm. <laughs> okay i will i will say i don't like the southern charmers but i do like what they're the chaos they are creating yeah i don't like them i it's like i i i don't like the cause but i like the effect yes exactly yeah and speaking of we got an activation out of page a fucking Good one. Actually, we got multiple activations out of Paige. Oh, yeah. She was activated for like a few hours. I know. <laughs> well, because that's when the hangover started to set in. Yeah. <laughs> she was just in a rage. So the first one was Austin like shut the door on her mm. when she was trying to gather everyone for cake. Yeah. And it just was like, it was rude. Yeah. It was rude, but she lost her mind. Yeah. I do like her calling him, like her saying, this is my house. This yeah. is my house. And he's like, I'm a, str- am I a stranger in this house? <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny within the context of the house. Cause like they're all cast on this TV show, but in like different levels. Well, yeah. I, I think like Austin's POV is like, I am a Bravo celebrity. <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> I've been around before you, like my, Weird threesome video made big news. Mm. Uh, my best friend is the reason that Benefer exists, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Uh, yeah. So that's the two. And then like they're fighting on the couch. <laughs> and then like people are coming in and like breaking, like Lindsay's getting involved. And and then like when, when Lindsay's in her fourth outfit of the day, <laughs> ready to go out. <laughs> that one iconic outfit of just like, like a slab of aluminum foil in front of in front of her and everything else like in the back and the sides just open to the world. It was like kind of like a veneno shirt. It was it was definitely a veneno-esque shirt. Dits out for the girls and the boys. Um just like <laughs> like the exasperation and rage that Lindsay Hubbard was ex- exuding during that fight with Paige. I know. And then just like, we have to touch on Amanda and the eye makeup still on, but the rest of the outfit off. So she oh just God. looks psychotic the entire time. <laughs> and like a, and a casual like sweat set with, I know. Like, with like white eyelashes. And then like Hubbard soldier, Danielle, mm. just like ready to go into battle. 
I gotta say, like, I don't know. I guess it depends on like your view on friendship and loyalty and stuff. But to me, like Danielle was a little bit of a blind soldier to yeah, of course. Hugs. I think some people might be like, oh, like she's being a good friend. She was a blind soldier, but she was also. Was she the one who was like, we're all on the same team here? Mm, like, yes, she was yes, trying yes, 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 to yes. be like, we're all Women. on the same team here. But then, like. But then Hubbard's like, like, no, not, I don't <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. What a joy. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like Sierra being very 25 in this. Hubbard is definitely like very 35 and above in this fight. Being mm, like, yes, I, yes. I don't give a fuck. I'm going mm. to do what I want. I am 35 and like, it's just time for me to be able to like do whatever. Yeah. I mean, I guess like the, the last thing really is, is like this narrative of it's my, it's her birthday. It's my birthday. Birthday. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You hate this. It just, to me, it's like, just because it's your birthday doesn't mean like you have special powers or like you have special powers you have extra like you could get away with more or i mean i think one of the only events where you have to let that argument slide is like a wedding but even like if you're acting like an asshole at your own wedding you're still an asshole Mm. yeah 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 oh yeah I mean, yeah, people can be like a bride or groomzilla. Yeah, and it's like that is kind of like romanticized, but mm-hmm. I don't think it should be. Yeah, but this is kind of like a birthday zilla. It's a birthday zilla. I kind of, I mean, she's thirty-five. I'm turning thirty-five this year. Are you gonna be a? Are you gonna be screaming? Yeah, it's my birthday. <laughs> yes. Should I do the same theme? Oh my god, you should copy. I should I copy? It's kind of funny because it'll be like also during the summer. I know. And I, I have done it. a theme in the past. Mm, I think this is it. I think we got it. We got okay. it. Okay. Uh, we got it. <laughs> I'm going to wear Lindsay's exact outfit. Dits out. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I think, I, I mean, I could talk about summer else for 10 hours, but I'm sure not everyone wants that. So let's move right. on to uh, Jers. Which we got, kind of got a big taste of it from like the Bravo preview, which like I love and hate it. Cause like, I love it. Cause we get like a good meaty five to six minute clip, but then I hate mm-hmm. it. Cause it's like, Oh, I saw it in this already. Oh, I don't watch that. Oh, you don't. Oh, no, that's like very, um, like you're really have some self-control. No, it's not that it's like, if it was like easily accessible for me, if I came across it in the wild, I would probably watch it. Oh, like I usually watch the um, drag like the race. drag race one because it's just like when I'm on YouTube, it'll like be there. Oh, this like is in the wild for me. Maybe it's like who I'm following. It's just like always in the wild for me. Oh, it's in the wild. Yeah, where the wild things are. Um, I'm not looking at Twitter as religiously as you are day to day, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are you looking at? <laughs> Serious XM? <laughs> Just like my brain. <laughs> You're looking at your brain. Yeah. Okay. I do think like this Marge Jen scene is like a masterclass. I do think like this scene needs to be shown to housewives across the nation and internationally. 
Yeah, show it to Gina and show Chica. It to, show it to Chica. <laughs> <laughs> I could see Chica doing what Marge does, seemingly bring you her own um, creamer, mm. coffee mate, Snickers flavored. No, but for her it would be the Liberty Bell. Yeah. Uh, I'm the Liberty Bell creamer. Uh, when she ordered it black, I'm like, that's not the Marge I know. <laughs> I know. Would you fuck with Snickers flavored coffee mate? Oh, I mean, I would just to like, I, okay. I would, if it's like the only thing available to me, number one. And then number two, I would put like a drippity drop. She was right. Glugging it into the coffee. Okay. At face value. When you just say the word Snickers coffee mate, you're like, ooh. But then if you really think about it and think mm. about what a Snickers is and mm. the ingredients that goes into it. Caramel, peanuts, chocolate. It's like all of those things seemingly would taste good with coffee. Should we do a taste test? Yes, of course. Oh my god. Okay, we're gonna get we're gonna get some Snickers coffee mate. <laughs> I don't even think they sell that in Brooklyn. Uh internet? Maybe, yeah. Maybe the internet. Okay. Walmart.com. Uh, but like, okay, so not only was this a masterful scene, but when they like went out into the rain together mm-hmm. and then like embraced and cried. Tears in the rain can't feel the pain. That was beauty. Um, and that, but even like during this reconciliation, like planting the seeds for more discord in mm-hmm. terms of <laughs> like the, oh, so Teresa asked you to, Go mm-hmm. digging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. The thing is, Marge has studied the art mm. of Housewives, and so has Jen, actually, because I know she was trying to get on Housewives for a while before oh, she yes. was on. Yeah. So, so I think they know that the best thing you can do as a real housewife is make up with the person you're fighting with so oh, that yeah. you can then maybe start fighting again. <laughs> I mean, you can't like just keep fighting. You got to like break up to make up. Exactly, which is something that, like, Teresa's obviously known as, like, one of the most iconic housewives, but she's never learned this art, which is why everyone has to, like, tiptoe around her. Yeah, but we're, we're getting there yeah. at the ropes course. Okay, uh, what else is going on? I We're going to – nothing here is really chronological, so we could jump around to whatever we feel until we get to the ropes course. Uh-huh. But, but I was a little shocked – for Evan to be giving confessionals that kind of like not go against his wife, but like are not, we're not on, we're not on the same message. Right. Yeah. Agreed. And uh, I don't want to like say the wrong thing here, Mm. but that scene with Jackie kind of concerned me. It's like Uh, him and Jackie or, or Jackie and Marge. Oh, no, ja- him and Jackie, but Jackie, like, laying out the recommendations that she was given oh, yeah, by yeah. these professionals and her, like, being like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. It's yeah, like, yeah, that I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sure we're like, this is not probably the end of the story. So we'll kind of see how that plays out. Yeah. And um, just like wishing for this. And that, like I said, earlier episodes, I think it's really like brave of her to be showing this because we've never, I've never seen this portrayed in housewives ever um, yeah. really in this way. So I mean, her- yeah, it like it, 
it sucks no matter what, like it for her to be sharing this. Cause like, Mm -hmm. it's clearly a very difficult thing she's going through. So yeah. And like, it's, it's not going to, it's probably not going to go perfect on camera for her Mm -hmm. in terms of like every single decision she makes regarding it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Okay. We kind of are getting more and more with the Dolores David stuff. It's like, this is the weirdest relationship to me. It's. Did did you have any clue going into the season, like (laughs) what we were getting with it, with Dolores? Not really, but she never really like shows all her cards online. So Mm. it's hard to say with her, but like. The fact that he is speaking, he's in regular contact with every single person in her family, including her Mm ex-husband, but, like, isn't, like, calling to check in on her when her mother's, like, having this major surgery. Well, even worse, when he sees her at the hospital and kind of, like, ignores her and walks away. So weird. Yeah. It's like, okay, um... Thanks for helping, but you're actually like making this worse for me right now. Yeah. Like, I think that it's really sweet that he is helping out with the family and like all of that stuff. That part is great, but like that should also go along with like be in touch with your ex too during this. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's weird. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're getting like a lot of jen and bill stuff and jet and bill's like very much like i'm not gonna film anymore <laughs> i know it's he really major fall from grace this season because like the fans were loving him yeah i mean and but also like him being like oh i don't even want to film anymore is kind of like pushing jen to be like oh well that's like a check in the con column for like me staying with you because like this is my life and my job right now (laughs) and this like makes me happy and like i I enjoy this i enjoy being famous (laughs) i enjoy like everything that comes along with it like i enjoy i enjoy your affair getting exposed (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding um yeah uh she is coming across like somewhat endearing to me (laughs) me too yeah yeah. I, the 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 least endearing part is like so we have like a little Dolores Teresa Jen powwow at the townhouse. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Jen, like, I think it's time. Like, let's jump ship. To the other team. And like they're willing to have you, Jen. The interesting thing is, like, Dolores is also kind of on that team. Uh, yeah. But, like, that team r- respects slash is afraid of Dolores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, they'll let Dolores get away with being a soldier. Mm-hmm. But with Jen, it's, like, pathetic. Because, like at, like, at least Teresa will go to bat for Dolores to some yeah. regard. Like, Teresa does not give a shit about Jen. I know. 
Though Dolores isn't being a full sol- soldier this year. She's like, at least mm-hmm. in at least when Teresa isn't around, she's acknowledging yeah. that Teresa's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I mean we had like a little thing with like Zio and Zia, but like it was mostly just Gorga business. Um, that was one of the headlining scenes. Oh because okay. of the saddest salad I've ever seen in my life. Didn't seem oh, to have anything God. but romaine lettuce in it. Romaine lettuce and some beans. Or was that cranberry, like craisins? Craisins? So, okay, hold on. So she took like the shake and go. <laughs> I, I like to call those salads. Like, you know, like you have a shake and go the wig. bag, yeah. This is the shake and go salad. So you, mm-hmm. you got the bag and then you got a bag within the bag of like little tasty treats. And yeah. you have like a bag within the bag of like the dressing. The dressing, so what yeah. What, what you're saying is she only used the the trick the trick bag. That she didn't use the dressing bag. I mean, there might have been dressing on it, but like there, it was like a craisin, and <laughs> that's about it. And those shake and go salads sometimes in a pinch. If you're no. just having like a sad meal by yourself, no, don't do it, Brendan. Please, why not? Because like here's the problem with the shake and go. The lettuce is already chopped up, which means it's like already you've the wilting process has begun. Okay, well then, I mean, some of us aren't perfect. <laughs> it's sitting on the shelf in the grocery store. I know for for a reason. Try to like con people. <laughs> <laughs> you've been conned. <laughs> okay, let's go to the ropes course as sponsored by Tracy Barber. Oh, yes. Her doing this because she got the idea because Tiki did this with some of his teammates. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like the vibe on, on Tracy is is not great, but like I think she's funny. I think she's funny. She reminds me a lot in looks and desperation of mm. Kristen Takeman. Oh, okay. Okay. I see it. She is like, it's like Jersey Takeman. Jersey Takeman. So Jersey Takeman wants us to like work on our communication skills. And if it's, if there's one thing Teresa Giudice is going to do is not work on our communication skills. Oh my God. I have not seen Teresa act this stubbornly in a second. I don't like, you know, this is very late term OG behavior. Like this is how Vicky and Nini act after like sleeping for four episodes and then like show up to an episode in a rage. Yeah. I was going to say it's Gunvalsonian for sure. Gunvalsonian. Yes. But like, remember like Nini would be like, like not even like making eye contact with people and then like Mm -hmm. blow up. In one episode. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, this is why I'm not sure if I want to have kids or not. It's like, this is what babies do. This is baby. (laughs) This is what babies go to a ropes course with (laughs) gift bags and then refuse to guide their partner on the course. All the babies I've met have done that. Yeah. They've all done that. (laughs) Didn't, uh, did this bring you back to when we did ropes course together? (sighs) I hated that. Okay, so here's what's funny to me. Um, when the guy's like explaining it, he's like, okay, 
Listen, this is actually foolproof because the thing is you have this clamp and this clamp. So as long as one is always on, you're good. But it's like, actually, you're leaving there always at least being one on up to me. So like if exactly, my, so, so like it's actually not quite foolproof. I know. And I'm not to be trusted. Like it'd be one thing if I had like a little like a string on my back that's like connected to like a master wire that's like or up if in the there sky. was like a net a net yeah but like <laughs> but like counting on me to always have two clamps on is putting a lot on me I know I like I saw uh Batman Forever I saw Robin's family die in a very similar setup mm, yes yes no but I actually I do love this though like I lo- I would love to do it like tomorrow if you plan a birthday where mm. I have to go on a ropes course, no offense, honey, I know you're going to be listening to this because this yeah, was, yeah. we went for um, a honey mustard birthday. Yeah. It was her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just like, I actually would prefer doing it blindfolded like they did Mm-mm. because that way I can't see. Okay. Down, which scares me because I'm afraid of heights. Yeah. Um, no, it's a blast. Um, I got it. Like, is Marge going to be the one who takes takes Teresa down finally? I because this is this is the, like this isn't only this episode. Like the midseason pr- preview showed plenty of Marge versus Teresa. I know. Finally, someone's saying something to Teresa that she can't deny. She's saying the right thing to Teresa. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. when Teresa said, oh, everyone's been talking about me behind my back. I don't like when people are talking about me behind my back. And Marge was like, actually, we try to tell you to your face, but you throw a temper tantrum. Mm-hmm. It's like, now we said it. That needs to be said. This has yeah. been the issue with Teresa on this show and Gunvalson and others because mm-hmm. that's how they act because they're so entitled as like the quote-unquote ogs it's like their show didn't you say that dolores is like not currently following Teresa or something was that i heard uh, i heard inklings of that somewhere and there was like an event that one of them didn't go to dolores was not at Teresa's engagement party right Right? yeah i think that was it Okay, she is currently following Teresa, so I don't want to spread misinformation. Okay, well, <laughs> someone turned off the episode right after you said that and now believes for the rest of their no. lives that they're oh, not following no. each other. Um, one more thing. Mm. Um, everyone is now doing the Marge coffee in the in the wine glass. Oh, yeah. We're got, we got, if, if we're filming a scene, we got a coffee in a wine glass. <laughs> yeah, I saw it at the Gorga household. Yeah everywhere everywhere wow okay let's let's get on over to orange county let's go we're kind of like uh bookending this episode that was kind of a little bit of a filler episode with two parties Mm -hmm. we're continuing the brain scan party with like the fight uh between gina and shannon which is like the Gina Shannon fight is not interesting to me. I'm more interested in later the Heather Shannon fight. Mm. Um, yeah. Love the retrospective of their mm. fights over the years. Yeah. Yeah. Just to see Shannon her first season and just like the iconography that she brought back then. 
I mean, the one important part, though, of the Gina Shannon fight is like, oh, like I introduced you to, was it Mike Fell or like someone mm-hmm. fell, right? And like, I was like, why are we even, like, what are we talking about? And then like how it pays off later in the episode. Oh, yeah, it did pay off really well. Yes, for sure. Yeah. There was one little gay person who kept on getting himself into every scene at Dr. Jen's party. I was missing this. I think I was too focused on the gals. He was wearing like a black button up over a black t-shirt. And at one time he was talking like to John Jansen. Then one time when I think was it Heather and G or and Shannon were having like a little sit down. He was like there all of a sudden, just like standing near them alone, not talking to anyone. I'm not the only one who noticed it. I saw people tweeting about it. Yeah. 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 Uh, Yeah. You got to get your screen time. So, okay. After this whole shindig, we had a whole bunch of like specialists come in. We Mm -hmm. had, the relationship consultation for Noella. <laughs> oh, it's like, what are we doing? And her only, the only person she can film with is her mom. <laughs> well, yeah, that was later in the episode, but that was a shock because we just like heard about the dad for the first time last episode, and now he's dead. Yeah, it's always a ro- roller coaster with Noella. Uh. And then, like, kind of an after, like, part of being on the roller coaster with Noella, Gina thinks she has a demon in her from the sweat lodge. <laughs> I know. This is, like, this is antics. This is storyline made up, pulling something out of my butt yeah. stuff. It's definitely, they're pulling out of her mouth, though, it seems. <laughs> yeah, and, like, throwing it out the window towards Emily's car. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. Um... What else is going on besides these antics? Like, what are we doing with Heather? Anything? I don't, we definitely did something with Heather. Yeah. I can't remember. I like, she was with like, there was so many like very quick scenes that it kind mm-hmm. of blended into the real ones. Like yeah. Heather and, and, uh, Kat- Katrina cat going and buying yeah. like a birthday card for Max or something. Yeah. You know who I miss? Mm. The Bellows. Bring them back. Oh, bring them back. We need the Bellows. The Bellows should have like a residency in Heather Dubrow's home. I know. I really think that if Heather comes back for another season, we should get the Bellows cast. Uh, I feel like that won't happen. They're too rich. She seems to be like a little older than the direction Bravo is trying to go into. Who cares? Bring her in. We loved it. Even as a friend of Kathy Elton vibes. Mm, okay. Kathy Elton vibes. Okay. This party for the skincare line. Now I mentioned this when we were talking about Whitney Wild Rose. Where, mm-hmm. Whereas like Wild Rose Butte is the name on everybody's lips. Here we mm-hmm. are celebrating. Cara uh, Gala? Cara Gala, I think, but not, that's not the name on everybody's lips. No one is talking about it. And here, like, while she was planning this, I thought we were, like, at the Kara Gala, like, the gala for yes, Kara. exactly, exactly. <laughs> is Kara, like, is Kara her daughter? I don't even know. <laughs> and, like, you're the protagonist. I should know these things. 
I mean, there's so many kids involved. Um, there's like six kids in the picture, and I mm. think they were all being babysat by Matt. Yeah, Matt and Kelly Dodd 2.0. He they brought them all, which is very nice, I will say. Wait, is okay, here's a question for the audience. Is Matt watching Travis's kids? I think that's Gina seemed to like imply that. Im, yeah, that there was an implication there. But here's the problem. It's like if Kelly Dodd 2.0 joins the cast next season, mm. then who's going to watch the kids? <laughs> <laughs> Does she have kids of her own? Are we are we up to like nine kids now? I did have the thought that she <laughs> in my brain I thought she did because I was like, wow, I really was like are they watching like nine kids? <laughs> <laughs> and then I imagine them driving around these kids in like a giant SUV. Mm, a Sprinter van. Like, yeah, Sprinter van. But I like, I imagine like a Uber XL XL, which it doesn't exist, but it should. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, Kelly 2.0 had the energy for the two minutes that we met her. I know. And I think like, I think it'd be an interesting plot line for the mm. show in a direction yeah. to really keep Gina in the mm. mix. Yeah. I wonder if they would want to do that though with like their history. Yeah. But I think like legal history, you know, I know, but like, I think like Matt is looking for a way mm. to Ooh. like make his image better. Sure. And I would also imagine, like, I feel like he probably, like, lost his job in connection to, like, his very public image surrounding this. He did. This. He yeah. did. So they would probably, like, want to do this. I'm that's sure probably he's why they're another show- job. That's pro- but that's probably why they're, like, showing up to things now. That's what, this feels like we're Barbara Walters' audition. Mm-mm. Do you remember when she used to plug her book every single day? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. So not everyone is a wild rose. There's only one wild rose. <laughs> Back to this. Okay. I mean, that's that's really what, what it comes down to. Number two, listen. Again, she is a protagonist and I love her. But this look almost seemed like a partnership with like the Project Runway gal she did. Oh. She worked with. It was a little like, why are we wearing all black for like a day party outside? I know. I think that like if you live in the OC, you're not allowed to even have like black clothing in your wardrobe. Unless you're Heather DeBrow. Oh, good point. But she's New York. She's New York. And I I get that Gina's New York too, but Long Island, it's different. But also like she's famously Jersey as per Noella. Yes, true. Yeah. I just, it, like, I feel like a skincare line, like, you want to be, like... Showing your skin. You, I mean, no, she was showing skin, but you want to be a little bit more, like, airy and, like... Easy breezy. Fresh, dewy. This was, like, a, little, da- a little dour to me. Dewy. Dewy decimal system. <laughs> you want to be, like, the dewy decimal <laughs> system. Although, okay, so, like, I'm being a little harsh on our girl, but I gotta say her... Her speech was touching. Yeah, it was. It was. Started and, from the bottom, now she's here. And when when Jean and Gina Gina Sr. thanked <laughs> thanked Jenna Medor, when the, when the mom goes over to her, she's like, I've been waiting to tell you this. 
for the longest time. And it's like precisely what Shannon wanted for oh, Heidi no. <laughs> from Gina. <laughs> but it's like, you should be looking for that from these people. Like these people are actually your peers, Shannon. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. Whenever I, if I ever meet Shannon Bedore, I'm going to walk up and greet her just like that. Shannon, I mean, I just, <laughs> first I got to say, Thank you for connecting Gina to Mike Fell. <laughs> um, wow. What do you think of the different gifts that people brought? Uh, can you tell we me got, <laughs> We We got like a Chanel wallet from Heather and she was oh, like, yes, of course, of course. I bought this during our time in New York and it's like mm. to commemorate our time together. And then we got like a beautifully wrapped but odd gift that was like a plastic butterfly from shannon <laughs> or like mm. something that i like was like that came in that but it was just like a butterfly pendant not a pendant it was just like to well, bring that's a li- that, well i think that is actually a little bit more like oh gina like this is your butterfly moment like you were in your little cocoon and, like, going <laughs> through things and like baby spread your wings now but it's like where do you put it uh, they got like more shelf space in the Orange County than here in New York. True. Even in that little casita. It reminded me of like, do you know those, um, the little bird toys that you could like balance the beak on and it would like, just like sway mm. there? Oh yeah. Take a little, take a little sip. I imagine that the, that the butterfly did the same. Mm. Okay. Oh, I guess, you know, what the other big thing of the, like the, the little thread that was going on during this episode is like. Gina, not Gina, Emily kind of being a little shitster, but like, ha- like she's like on good terms with Shannon mm-hmm. and then like with Gina talking shit. And then we're like with Emily celebrating like her family and they're going to not do a vow renewal. And we have like the vow renewal flashbacks. Mm-hmm. We're going to do bridal picks. I was really, really hoping that they, that Emily was going to break the Bravo fourth wall in that conversation and like mention Ramona, mm. mention like others. I thought that would have been really fun. But like, I, I feel like she almost didn't even need to say it. Like you could like see it in her eyes. Yeah, for sure. I saw Ramona walking down the stairs at that hotel. Within her eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Emily's like a Bravo fan. <laughs> I also... I like this shit stir look on Emily. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I think that's pretty much everything for OC. Is that right? I think so. I mean, like the preview. <gasps> well, they were trying to do like, we were also happy that day light, but it's like, mm-hmm. were, were we even happy this day? <laughs> no, no one's happy. <laughs> OC famously like, no one is genuinely happy ever. Yeah. I think it's too much sunlight. You know, Too much, yeah. Well, I, I always say like, you know, some people are like, oh no, like I don't like the seasons. Like, da, 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 da. like to me, it's like you, you need the like the dark days to make the the light days feel brighter. <laughs> wow, put that on a fucking inspirational poster. <laughs> I will say, I I feel similarly, except for like since COVID started, the seasonal mm. depression really hits. Mm-mm. Hits hard. Yeah. Well, you know me. I'm like, if the sun goes down, it's time to start brazing and <laughs> and like playing and d- a and video doing. game. Yeah, play a video game. Yeah, come on. Okay. Wow. Let's play a little game instead called the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Let's do it. 
Okay, this week, the freak of the week, it's not really like a person. It's more a series of unfor- unfortunate events mm-hmm. in terms of the OC looks dropped right after this episode went live on Friday mm-hmm. of last week. And, you know, it's kind of like, it's not like the out the outcry that occurred during Salt Lake City, but it's not quite the praise that Miami got. It's... Right. Well, somewhere in between. Miami didn't really get that much praise except from like you. All right. Enough. <laughs> as uh, far as the reunion looks, um, I will say to, for a little behind the scenes, the morning when these dropped, Dan had the idea to name an aspect of the story the one true queen. And thank God we learned the rest of the story. Otherwise, we would have looked like idiots. Oh my God. Yeah. So I, when these looks dropped, first of all, Shannon might look the best she ever has in a reunion. And especially compared to last season's reunion where it was like a total, just yeah. like, and I think she would even say this herself, just like yeah. a misstep. Um, yeah. It's like, wow. Okay. So I headed on over to Bravo Insider for the picks and I notice there's like uh, dress, blah, 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 shoes, da, 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 uh, hair, makeup, who? Okay. For Shannon, there was like shoes, makeup, styling by Bones. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, Bones, like he saved the day. Like he he turned it out for Miss Shannon. Like after their iconic Project Runway pairing, like that's why this is happening. You're like, okay. thank God it's a Bones day. Thank God it's a Bones day. It's not a no Bones day. Um, but I, I'm going to be honest with you. And I didn't like say, because like there's only so much room in the tweet. Because I, when I tweeted this out, I was like, oh my God, look, they're t- working together, blah, blah, blah. But I noticed that the dress, it didn't say like dress, bones. It said mm-hmm. styling bones. Whereas like in comparison, Heather DeBrow, dress, Christian Siriano. Right. So I was like, why, why is the, why don't we know what the dress is? Or like, is the dress bones? Is it not bones? And everyone's losing their mind over Shannon. She looks so great. We come to find out, like, after the weekend, in page six, it was a shit show. Mm -hmm. Production got delayed because Bones brought this dress for Shannon that looked crazy. He's, like, running around in the dress. There's actually pictures of him wearing the dress that that Shannon was going to wear with Shannon looking amazing. Like, someone had to run out, get a dress for Shannon. Um... But then, like, I was, like, worried that they were, like, angry with each other. And then they both, after the story came out, seemed to just kind of be, like, positive-ish about yeah, the situation. N- no Bones Days happen. No. Yeah. Uh, but, like, but when, the, when, that, when the gossipy part dropped, it sounded so bad. Which mm-hmm. it probably, it's probably, like, a, a mix of both, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, like, she flew Bones out. Yeah. Um, a- Andy talked about this on Radio Andy this week, actually. Oh, give us a scoop. And he was like, yeah, I was sitting in my hotel room and production kept on saying, like, my call time kept on being delayed, delayed, delayed. Oh. And, but, like, when I found out, I think this is what he said, when I found out, like, the reason why I was actually, I wasn't mad, I was actually happy because we want, like, Shannon to feel comfortable. And, like, mm. I was ha- I was so happy that she had flown Bones out after they had a great experience together on mm. Project Runway. Wow. So he was just like, I was relieved it was figured out because then everyone was talking about how she had the best look and it was something off the rack that somebody had just run out to get. Wow. Just because of the show. Okay. 
and our one true queen, as if like her, the performance of a lifetime during Summer House this week wasn't enough. We had a very, I would say, high production value mm-hmm. commercial for The Lost City, which is a movie starring Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum, and the commercial starring one Lindsay Hubbard and boyfriend Carl Radke. Loved this. She looked so good. Mm-hmm. She was acting. There was I, comedy. He looked so good. He was acting. The only thing that they could have done a little better in this promo is at one point he offered her tacos. And maybe that's like a plot point in the movie. But it's like, mm. why weren't you offering her a sandwich? Mm. Maybe that would have been like a little too heavy handed. I don't think that there's usually, too heavy handed yeah. <laughs> in the Bravo universe. The Bravo SpawnCon cinematic universe. No, I mean, run into walk. It's like there's a clip of it in... Um, Lindsay's like Instagram page of the full commercial. I have a question. How, how quickly do these kind of commercials come together? Do we think? And it's like, so, but didn't you, don't you follow Carl and Lindsay? Like there was a whole behind the scenes and it looked like this was a full production. No, I mean, I didn't look, I didn't see the behind the scenes, but I'm saying like, how long ago did we film this? Oh, okay. 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 So where, where does that come in? In terms of like, the the history of their relationship that and then also like we're on a green screen right or we're like no where are we're we on set we're on set they're in la oh they were in la yeah oh okay that was my question i was like it's too it's like full-on winter here i guess you can get a lot of lights going to make it look like it's summer <laughs> no, i don't that's know what i'm, I'm not like, i don't is- know i don't work in tv production i'm not a scientist this was high production, highfalutin, and like, and I'm proud. And then just goes to show, like, that they are the first couple of Bravo. She is mm-hmm. the future. I love it. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. We kind of talked about this last week, and like you said, that some of them are getting a little old for Summer House. I do feel like Lindsay could and should graduate soon to something else. And hopefully it's Roni, but we'll see. Mm. Yeah. We'll see. Wow. Sound off. We're, like the, the Roni chat keeps going all over the place. Go to comethroughqueen.com for links to the private Facebook group for also the Come Through Queen Twitter, where you can now join the Come Through the Queen community. community. Please be a part of the community. Uh, of course, a link to the Patreon bonus content where you have not only a pre-show this week, we're talking about the iconic film a turning red, which better be like Oscar mm-hmm. nominee next year. And you also have bonus real housewives of Melbourne content. We are continuing the journey season two, part one, the first six episodes. We've if got- you're not watching Melbourne and I know we are late to the game here. So <laughs> it's, it's like the students becoming the lecturers really, yeah. <laughs> but like <laughs> now that it's really easily accessible in the U S if you're not watching it yet, I know we're the last ones to the game, but it's on Discovery Plus. Check it out. The the episodes are pretty long because yeah. Australia doesn't have as many commercials, I think, as yeah. the US, but go So like for make it. a bowl of popcorn for a single episode and settle in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Uh that's it, baby. 
Like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. See ya. Come through, queen. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.